0: Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Old Dog Show. It's your boy, Brett Swinney, here alongside the other Old Dogs, Vincent Johnson and Corey Marshall. What's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, The Old Dog Show here. This is episode one. We're going to talk about uh, some things that happened with Chapel Hill football last year, and then we're going to also discuss what we see for this year's program. We're going to be on every week. We'll talk about last week's game and next week's game, um, and we'll be... This is our Chapel Hill persona here.'re we're, we're, we're Chapel Hill alums, so we're gonna come at it from the Chapel Hill perspective. so if you want to enter little inside in depth of what we think Chapel Hill football, this is the show for you guys. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, first off guys uh, last season was a lot of a lot of good things out of Chapel Hill uh, made a deep mm-hmm. run, got back to where they wanted to get in that state semifinal but just came out flat and, and just got hammered and punched in the mouth by Bernie. Um, overall, what did you think of the season?
2: I think it was a good season. I mean, it, it, we have, uh, increasingly, uh, progressed. Um, I mean, the year before we, we started out not as strong and then we caught fire and, um, and made a run in playoffs. And then this year it was like, we kept running. I mean, we, we started, we stumbled a little bit early. But after that, we we picked up where we – I felt like where we left off last year. We just kept running, you know. Uh, Now, of course, we ran into some some heavy competitors there at the end. Uh, But, you know, every time you – to me, when you lose, it's not like – it 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 doesn't it doesn't actually bring me down. It's like I learned from that, you know. And I think Chapel Hill is doing that. They're learning from all of their mistakes, all of their losses and stuff. So, I expect for them to do even greater things this year, uh, going moving forward. So, it's, and you got these guys. They're young. They're hungry. They're coming back for another run at it. Um, yeah, I, I, I see them doing big things.
1: Well, and they started. Yeah, they started off tough last year, Corey and that those first couple of games, and and we're going to see early if they've got some revenge on their mind.
3: Yeah, you know, I mentioned that on the show last year um, about, you know, them getting over the hump of beating uh, beating Kilgore and beating Lindell. That was some of those three of the games that I – two of the three games that I thought were very important. I picked Gilmer first, I picked Lindell, and I picked Kilgore, if y'all remember I said those are three facets of the season is gonna tell me and dictate how well the season how well the season goes. And they end up winning district, which was no to me it was no surprise. Um, but they they mastered that art of beating, getting over the hump of, of having to play Lindell and not quite beating them before and then playing them again and beating beating Kilgore. And so I think they've gotten over that hump where they can they believe they can win like last year, but you know having a good start and and consistently playing that way i think that's that's the that's the thing for this year is is trying to be consistent putting together a good week after week after week and that's what they have to do and and and, and stay in focus each week uh, because they're talented you know but you know sometimes it has nothing to do with talent you know it's it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of the small stuff that, that gets you in trouble and you know not being disciplined not you know making mistakes and uh you know not 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 paying attention and, and being intense and not catching yourself being down and having to come back and win games but rather play with the lead and be and, and, and continue to, and and stay with the lead and win the bat, win the football game um I, like I said I, I love the 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 quote you know uh I can't remember if it's a quote or not but it's like once you get that first taste of blood, if you're an animal, you get that first taste of blood, you're going to want it every time. You know, once you just start beating people, you know, consistently, it's like, I want that feeling every single time. And, you know, you, that's what they have to have. They have to have a killer instinct. And so every single game, you want to come out there and, and make it. So that's what I'm looking forward to this team this year. I want them to have a killer instinct about them. You're talented, but sometimes you got to, you got to, you know, you got to make the opponent know you got to make the opponent fear you, you know, that's the that's the purpose of it. You know, and punish the opponent. Not 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 every other week, but every single week you punish the opponent in front of you and you make them fear you.
1: Well, and, and we have got 15 guys coming back. You've got nine on offense and six on defense. Um I've got to talk to coach McFarlane um a few times in the preseason. And he's excited about what this defense can do. And he's got a challenge on him trying to to allow less than twenty points a game. Which, with the schedule they've got, that's going to be tough. But you've got guys like Day Day Ross, Trevor Brooks in the middle of that defense. You've got uh, Javon Mayfield outside um, in that defensive backfield. Um, some mm-hmm. D one players. Um, I mean, you've got you got D one athletes all over the field. You got you got Allen up front at, at DN is just a nightmare for quarterbacks. So this this first defensive unit is going to be, I think, much improved from last year. Um, Coach McFarland did a great job with them, and he saw improvement throughout the season. But there were some games that even the score didn't go their way, but they, they kept the team in the game. Um, one in particular was that very first game against Gilmer. That game could have been 63 to nothing, Gilmer, easily. I mean, mm-hmm. the amount of turnovers mm-hmm. that the offense – that offense had the defense held them on some of those and even forced turnovers other other way. And so my key is this year, I know the offense is going to have power power, but the defense is the key to me.
2: You you still there. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, Vince. Oh, okay. I thought I lost you there. I, I, it's like it went dead silent for a second. Yeah, um, I agree with you, Brett. Uh, defense is definitely going to be the key. Um, you can now score people, man, but when you're able to keep people from scoring, man, it just... it. That's when people get afraid of you. That's when other teams are afraid of you. That's when uh, you get to that level where... Um, people just start picking you to win state every year, you know. And, and there are some teams out there that are like that, that they, they're they good offensively, but, you know, defensively shutting people down is, is, is making other their opponents, you know, worried about putting them on the schedule. I think Chapel Hill has that, ty- that type of defense where they got a lot of playmakers, man. And up front, they're dangerous. Up front, they dangerous. But, man, you, you start talking about their secondary and what they're capable of doing. It, I, I see nothing but great things coming for, for Chapel Hill in the future. And I think that it's going to – as explosive as the offense is, it's going to start with the defense. <clears throat> it's going to be where the defense is literally handing the ball back to the offense, saying, here you go. <laughs> Do do what you will with it.
3: <laughs> I mean, you can't win a state without teams playing defense. You can't. Yeah. You got to be able to stop people. But at the end of the, it's not. It's not. Let me It's not stopping people. It's getting stops.
2: Yeah. Creating turnovers. Yeah.
3: You know. Oh well, we got them on third, and we got them on fourth, and or third and seven. You know what I'm saying? you know, oh, you get a stop then. Like, it's not allowing them to get five more yards and they can, you know, easily push the ball. Oh, get stops. Break a play. You know, force a fumble. Get an interception. You know, make them afraid to throw the ball over the top. You know, get a good defensive rush going. I mean, all these things add up throughout the game, and you can't win, like I said, you can't win State without getting stops. You know, getting getting turnovers, all that's that's part of the game. Even, Even special teams blocking the punt blocking a field goal, all those things add up. And it takes all of those things to win games. They have the athletes to do it, but they're playing what four or five D1 athletes on defense. So, I mean, that's and maybe even more. So, I mean, you, you, you're you looking at guys now, you know, I know, you've, I know you've signed, I know you've committed early, you know, and I don't want you to get full, but this is the time where you can just relax and say, you know what, I've I've committed to the next level. Now I've got to go ahead and start making plays. You know, you don't, you know, you're not trying to impress anybody anymore. Now you're trying to go out here and make plays. Make a play. You know, coaches say that all the time. I'm looking for my playmakers. You get a ball in your hands, you playmakers to make plays. You're on defense, the whole canvas is yours to make a play. So, you know, that, that's that's what they're gonna depend on. But I, I like like I told y'all before, I think that defense is is gonna be the the guys that carry them they got to lean on their defense a little bit more, and I think they'll do it.
1: Yeah, they uh, got to watch a little bit of the scrimmages. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to see some of the highlights of those. But um, so far, I mean, the uh, offense with Brisbane and Stewart have been pretty much on cruise control. and Stewart has barely been touched when he's been in the game. He's got a couple of long touchdown runs already, so he's in, you know, mid-season form. Uh, The accuracy of Brisbane has been been sharp early, Um, and that's going to be a key for him. Um, you know, he can run, you know, he can make plays with his feet and he, he has a tendency when he, when he doesn't do well is when he makes that errant throw every once in a while. And so he's got to cut down on those. Um, but I think the more and more reps he gets at quarterback, which he's getting more reps than most quarterbacks in the state, you know, having getting to play as a freshman, not the whole season, but that half of the season with the little playoff run and then, you know, 15 (laughs) games last year so he's got a lot of reps behind him so you only expect with that coaching staff that that's what they're working on in the off season with him they can get that down or he can because he's got the athletes outside When you got the likes of uh mayfield dean kelly uh those guys out there on the outside Mm -hmm. all he's got to do is get it to them let them make the play don't have to do anything special um his special plays are going to be when he tucks it under and runs and those long strides that he takes, it doesn't look like anybody's gonna be able to catch him. I mean, he's kind of a tricky, tricky, fast guy. He's not he knows light, he's not lightning fast, but he's he's very fast and his strides are long and he's very quick and agile and uh just tough to tackle um just from watching. Yeah. <clears throat> he
2: has great vision. He has very great vision when running the football.
1: All right, so some preseason thoughts, guys. Uh, what's your expectations of this year's Chapel Hill team? Where do you where do you see them uh, taking their humps, if, if any, or where do you see them going uh, this season? Uh, <clears throat> I see them going as far as they
2: want to go. They control their own destiny. That's the truth. They're that good. They control their own destiny. So, um. I see them going as far as they want to go. Now there are going to be some games where um, they're going to be less competitive because uh, they're going to kind of out outdo their opponent, um, and and that's where you're going to see some other guys get some reps. I would <clears throat> I would like to see some other guys and what he has, you know, on that roster outside of our starters. Um, actually, I got a I got a relative on the team. I didn't even know I had a relative on the team until recently. Uh Uh, I got a phone call, and uh, my cousin, uh, his name is uh, Henry, Henry uh, Thurkill, and he's a, I think he's a sophomore, but he's on varsity, and I think he he was moved up to varsity last year during the playoffs, and he actually got some reps. Uh, I'm going to be looking for him out there, number 65. I actually was following him on Twitter uh, uh, just now, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, he's got, you know, He's got some good oh. measurements here. He's got his numbers and stuff. He so
1: what uh what, for... what, what position is he going for, Vince? He's
2: off. I'm sorry. He's an offensive lineman, defensive right. lineman. Bench is okay. four oh five. Oh, I ain't never been four oh five in my life. <laughs> than... So Stronger I want to see. Than... I want to see Coach put him out there and let me see him get some get some work done. You know, I, I, I told. I, I told a strange feeling. That he
1: was. I was gonna say I have a strange feeling, Vince, that he's gonna get plenty of time. Oh season. yeah,
2: he's going to get some work. I, I got a feeling too. He to oh, no, get some work. No, 405. Yeah. 405, man. Powerlifting. I was like, "Wow. <laughs> i was kind of jaded, so over is there.
1: Is is he doing powerlifting uh, also? Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. He should if he's not, he needs to, be. man. That's yeah. That's impressive. And you
2: know I love powerlifting, so I'm gonna, I'm going to actually try to get out there and, and and check out some powerlifting uh this year. I always wanted to do that, but uh but yeah, Chapel Hill again. They're going to be fine. They're gonna control their own destiny. And and obviously when we get in playoffs, it's gonna be the best of the best. Uh, and they're one of the best. So I don't have and it's gonna it's easy for me to say I feel like they can easily make it to state. I don't wanna say easily, I think they can make it to state. They have the team to make it to state. So, um, but it's gonna it's gonna require some work once we get in that playoff rim. So
1: All right, Corey.
3: Um, uh, you know, expectation. You know, I don't. It's it's always you know it's it's always that you don't want to just start talking the expectation a little too early. It just sounds like you know I hate I hate doing that. You know what I'm saying? But Not you know, good for the Mavericks, but like you know that, they're
1: talking. But talk, you know they're talking about. It. I mean, I mean, last year their expectation was to get back to where they were last year, and they did that. I mean, yeah. is it next? It's, it's gotta be the next step, right?
3: to to me the the first game of the season for me dictates how well a season goes for a team like a team like this a team with high expectations the first game of the year dictates how well they play and and last year was indicative to how they finished and they had to play last year they had a lot of turnovers they couldn't complete games they weren't engaged I feel like they they tried they were talented they were in the game we just got away from them, and, you know, they made a lot of mistakes and things kind of went haywire, but it's okay. You know, they still competed, and they were able to still make it a game, even though the score wasn't – the score didn't indicate how close the game was at times, and they played well at times, and and in a point in time where the game was in, in reach, they just couldn't capitalize. They just, you know, the mistakes were made. Now I'm looking forward to the team playing, you know, the second round again and getting to Gilmer and – I want to see what team shows up. If that team is focused, and that team comes out and they execute and they dominate, execution and domination is what I'm looking for. That that lets me know exactly where they are mentally. They come out and execute and dominate. You know, like I said, I think they're more talented uh, than, than Gilmer is, and I think they're a little bit older um, than Gilmer is at this point right now. I think Gilmer has a young football team. Um, I don't want to say that they're down, but they're younger, so um but i think you know i think it's an opportunity for you know chapel to come out so, to me i think it's a great opportunity for this team to come out and, and really and really dominate that game I mean, you know gilman's they're playing at home probably gonna have some home refs you know i won't say home refs. probably gonna have some you know how it goes you know it's, it's, a, you know, it's, it's okay long, for this. You know, every once in a yeah. while
1: this is a um, you know okay. You can,
3: you can I don't want to say I don't want to blame it on the ref. I'm just saying like you know you know ideas in basketball. Sometimes you get a a call, or something goes your way because you're at home instead on the road. But I mean you you know you know how some officials, you know some some go either way. But you know but if you just dominant throughout the football game, I want them to be consistently dominant. I want them to be I want them to be ready to play, and and I want them to to have that moniker where you know what. I do not want to play Chapel Hill every year. Like, they hit harder than everybody else does. Mm-hmm. The, the Blue Swarm defense is a thing now. You know, I want them to actually come out there with that with that mentality and play like that, play intense every single game. Y'all know, like, I know I'm like, I've always loved the, the fact that the prep, the game prep stuff is always exciting for me because you, you always get motivated. You know, you got to know mm-hmm. how to motivate people. And man, I, I, I'm anxious to see it play because I, I feel, I I feel like I'm not gonna say what I think that how they're gonna do this year, because I've been close to being right every year. I'm like, I, I really feel, I really feel good about this team this year. But I want to see if my if if I if I, my theory is correct, I want to see if they prove me right, and I think they will.
1: The the word I'm going to use okay. for game one is I want to see a statement. Mm. I need to make a statement okay. with game one. Um they come out and Corey talked about this a little bit. They come out and, and beat Gilmer 35-7 or you know, 42-47. They they come out and just and put it to them on the road. I think that's a statement for everyone in the area and in the state level for a division one that okay, Chapel Hills, they're looking to come out and, and do something this year. They're not playing around. They're not gonna start off, you know, like they did last year. They basically they lost the first game, but then they let that game beat them in the van game. Because we all know that they shouldn't have lost the van. Gilmer was a good team and they turned the ball over. That was that. But Van was not a better team than Chapel Hill. We know that for sure. And Van give credit Van credit. They came out and played, but Chapel Hill was thinking about the week before. There's no way they weren't thinking about that week before performance at, at home versus Gilmer. And so they let those games get out of hand and then it kind of ended the season like like it was a bookend you know he had the bad start and then you had the the bad last game I mean you want to throw that Bernie film out you don't want to relive that you, you take that and use it as motivation at another point if you get another shot at them and it's possible that they might but between those the other parts of the season they played really well now in the playoffs they had some spots where they were Lumberton game, they didn't play well the first half and had to r- rally for a win. But overall, most of the season they played well. So I'm looking could, for. Could you, be be for, honest, could you say that they had a
3: complete game last year? That they played a complete game.
1: The Lindell game.
3: I mean, especially no, they gave a 49 Wait. points. Not a complete game. Well,
1: they, they they put a lot of subs in. I, I got talked to. Talk to yeah, but you gave, point. you gave a
3: 49 points. gave 49 points. I'm gonna give you that. I'm talking about it's you're – not, you're not getting – you're not scoring. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the only reason why you scored is because you had a trick play. That's it. I'm talking about not – I'm not saying a shutout is complete, but, like, 14 points, maybe. Seven – you know, we won 71-4. to 40. I'm talking about a complete dominant game. Can you say that they did that last year on a consistent basis? I mean,
1: consistently. That's, that's there, what I'm – There was a couple yeah, of games but like were pretty dominant, but – not consistently, no.
3: So that's what, and what you're saying, that's what I'm looking. For. I'm not saying they're gonna dominate every game, but I'm saying that's the level of expectation to where they've gotta they gotta believe to be. They want to be at that point and that level okay. where no, we're not taking this. No, if we're if we're mm-hmm. superior than my opponent, I'm dominating. You know, you're not scoring forty nine points.
1: So if so you're gonna get ha- nine points. Well, let me ask you this: We always do this every season. Let's go ahead. Let's pick our records. Regular season record. I'm not picking you were, the record. You're pick picking one. that. You don't, Corey, because last remember the other year you picked ten and oh. Remember you you said it, the first year we did it, you said no, it was not it was seven and three or eight and two. And then last year it was
3: eight and two. Last yeah. year I picked eight and two again.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you what's what's your legitimate what do you think it's gonna be when we get down to the end of the regular season? Not staying the rest of the playoffs, just regular season, just preseason. It's a guess. What would you guess? Come on. So, guess out there, I'm I'm gonna say 10 and 0 this year. I think they're gonna take care of business. They're on a mission. They're gonna take care of the opponents in front of them, and I'm gonna go with 10 and 0. I just think that they're they're on a mission this year. I, I've gotten to see some of the summer workouts. The guys are showing up. They're working out hard. Uh, just talking to Coach Ridden a little bit. I just think they've got they're they're more focused than ever. Last year, I think they got back to that game, and it's like, oh, we made it back, and then laid an egg i think this year these guys they've got a lot of talent and a lot of guys that have played a lot of games uh we will talk about it with coach reardon in this interview but there's a lot of games on this roster they've got almost a full season of extra extracurricular games for just playoffs for the he last starting quarterback
3: eight. that was his first year playing a full season at quarterback
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. first
3: full year you know it's now it's the second just think about that yeah. You know, you you haven't played quarterback, but you had to play what a quarter, you know, half of a year until the playoff. You know, yeah. it's your first full year. But he almost it's got your a, second.
1: Full he got year. basically a full year though, Corey. By the time they you know they played the extra games in the playoffs, so I mean, he almost got a full year. That was bonus time for him.
3: Yeah, so, but I mean, like going through camp and everything else yeah. as the well, yeah. QB one, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true because he started the season as safety. All right, so I threw out ten and zero. What are you guys throwing out? What you got, if you were if you were just guessing,
2: I don't want to jinx them, man. I, I'm not <laughs> jinxing, it's, jinx.
1: it's just tough. It's there's, tough. Gonna be, there's gonna be people predicting all over. I just think that, I mean, and and this is a Homer show or whatever, but I just think legitimately, I think this year, and you picked 10 and no leisure? hmm. I did, and you 10 and if and no they, they would have beat if they would have beat Gilmer week one, then they would have been 10 because then they would have beat Van. I think they didn't play well against Bill. They didn't beat him. so I think the district this district year game was a trap, you
3: know, game. a trap
1: game. It is a trap game, especially coming off a, a loss like that. Their mm-hmm. head was not in that game. I mean, it was their head was in that game about as good as our our robot camera that was trying to film the game. They were both off, not mm-hmm. even paying attention. They were paying attention to the everything else on the side. um But I just think this year, like. Their district, I think, is taking a little step back. I think Kilgore is going to be a little step back. Lindell's going to be a little step back. I think some of the lower teams might be up. But I think Chapel Hill should win district. I won't say with no problem, but they should. it should be the easiest one of the last two or three seasons. The district's going to be a little easier um, to me overall. Um, and so that's why I, don't, I just think they're going to take care of business. The, the, the hardest game for me is week one against Gilmer. If they beat Gilmer, I think they go 10 up. What you got, Vince? I I don't wanna say it.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I don't wanna do it. I, I don't I don't if know. You say, if, you it saying, saying, if you go out, if you say
3: it us I don't
2: know. just man, make it first. I don't know. Football man, you just you gotta go week to week. So
1: This is just to predict it
2: from, Yeah, but I'm gonna say nine and one. I'm giving nine and one.
1: Okay. Corey?
3: I'm going to be, this is going to sound really crazy. Only game that I think I'm worried about is that Nacogdoches game.
1: Mm.
3: And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because after you play two tough weeks, week one and week two, and those two teams beat you last year, and I think they're going to be amped up and they come out and they just, they just stay. I mean, they just rimmed. I mean, they just, you just run through them, you know. And now you got to come back and play Nacogdoches that may or may not be 1-2 or 0-2 or, well, Nacido- or
1: whatever. Nacogdoches game is week four.
3: Week four, the, I'm sorry.
1: The Greenville game is week three yeah. in Greenville.
3: Yeah, that's the only one. But the Nacogdoches game, like you you play well enough and, you know, Nacogdoches play pretty decent in the second half. The game, the game we played. Well, they're kind of eject-
1: Nacogdoches is just horrible. They're Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. We noticed that last year. They, yeah. And, they beat Whitehouse.
3: Yeah, so that's a game where if you sleepwalk into it, you know, it could ruin that perfect 3-0 record you got. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that that's, a, that's a trap game of epic proportions. Yeah, mm-hmm. think about it. You beat Gilmer. You beat Gilmer by a pretty good hand. You get Van, you beat them by a pretty good hand then Greenville's probably they're gonna to try to compete. We've been playing in the past three, three or four years. They're gonna to try to compete. They haven't forgot about us. You know, and so you go out and you beat Greenville pretty handedly. Now you're high on the horse, you know. And here comes Macados, where you, you I mean, their classification above, obviously. You gotta, you gotta play them with respect. Yeah. That's a trap game. That's a game where how do we let that one slip? Well, that game is a little bit more closer than the other game before. You know how did that go? You know what I'm saying. Um, that game I worry about, and just for just for that particular purpose, because you've got those games there and in Palestine. Um, I think Palestine might be the, the second or third best talented team in the conference. They were young the year before, and I think they got I think they got a lot going for them right now. They got a good system, and
1: but it's a purposeful it's a purposeful game. Yeah, I was playing there. Well, you don't want to get behind against Palestine either. Because they're a good balker no, team. No,
3: no, no. And and that's what I'm saying. So those two those two games I think are significant games on the schedule. Um, but some's telling me 10 and 0. I I really think I really think they I'm not gonna say what else I think, but I say I I told you I think they're getting close. And mm-hmm. and I think I think this year, or next year is that that's that they get really close. I just I just have a feeling, but they they've got to. Week one is going to be that that game that I think that determines that they come out. I won't say they have to play flawless, but if they come out and you can tell they fly around and everything with a purpose, I'll see what
1: I need to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I got and I got a chance to talk to Coach Reardon at Coach's School, got his thoughts of this year's football season. Um, we're gonna go to him now. Hey everyone, this is Brett Sweeney from NetSn here at the Texas High School Coaches Association Coaching Clinic. I've got Ed, uh, Coach Jeff Reardon from Chapel Hill. Coach, how's it going today? It's going good. Coach, uh, coming off last year's semifinal, year before semifinal, I know what your goal is this year. Game 16. So what is it looking like on your uh, off season and summer preparation to get there?
0: You know, I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, our kids are still hungry. Uh, they still got the taste in their mouth from uh, the last two seasons and, and not getting our ultimate goal of uh, playing the state championship game and winning the state championship. So, you know, I think that carried over into the offseason, kind of lingered with us a little bit. Uh, kids have been committed, uh, you know, been working hard, uh, just uh, a little bit more drive around the field house. You know, these kids are just showing up and giving us everything they got every day. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of experience coming back. So... Uh, that's going to help us, uh, you know, because I always say you can't coach experience. That's something that you can't coach. And, uh, you know, these kids are bringing back a lot of games that they played over the last two or three years. These seniors have played, uh, you know, roughly 13, 43 games. And these soft, this junior class has played 30 games in the last two years. So, uh, you know, we kind of lead the nation right now in the amount of games played. But, uh, you know, we'd like to ultimately get to that final game.
1: Yes, yeah, ultimate goal is getting that state championship. Now. You did say experience, you're losing quite a bit, a good chunk the, of, of the whole time you've been here. This is like year five, and you had three or four of those guys that played almost all four years with you. Um, what are you seeing as far as guys stepping up to fill those roles for next season?
0: You know, losing guys like Deuce and uh, Tyson and Kevion are, are big, because they've been staples for you know four years. They started as freshmen for us, uh, my first year here. So uh, in four seasons, I haven't coached a game without them, them three guys on the field. So you know, it's a big, big loss uh but you know now we got a program we got a program installed uh you know we just you know every year we're going to graduate some great seniors the year before that we graduated Solomon and Brack and some of those guys uh and the next next group steps up uh it's kind of where we're at as a program right now you know we're just going to reload uh you know we're going to have different guys step up in different roles uh and that's what's what's great about football it's a complete team game uh and you can you can't be successful at it unless all the pieces of that puzzle are, are are uh firing on all cylinders and i think we got a group that uh you know, we, we bring back like nine on offense and, you know, they had some start, starting games uh, experience, and then we have six on defense coming back. So that's a good nucleus of guys coming back, and we had a great JV season a great freshman season. You know, our JV went uh, eight and two, and our freshman went nine and one in one district. So we got some kids that are coming, that are in the program now that have been have been around us and been around this coaching staff uh, since we got here four years ago, and, uh, you know, right now we just plug in play.
1: So we know we got Demetrius Brisman and and Ricky Stewart both committed to SMU. Everyone knows those guys. Give me some guys that people may not know that they need to watch for this season.
0: You know, guys that you know everybody knows Ricky and D. You know, they were freshman phenoms, super sophomores, uh, you know, Superman in the backfield for us. Uh, But we got several uh, cats on 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 our team that can that can go get it. I mean, this 24 class uh, right now, I think, have five kids with D1 offers. Uh, with dylan drummond and pablo martinez up front uh that have been staples up front kendall allen at defensive end uh, dayday ross at linebacker Uh, Javon mayfield and cam kelly uh, are going to be big big time this year they've had great uh, summers great seven on seven big playmakers uh you know so i think those guys and then you know you have like darius dean and dylan johnson uh you know jonah had a great uh seven on seven and stepped up and is going to do some good things for us Uh, you know we just look for you know those guys to to just continue to you know build the legacy of what we're trying to do.
1: Now you mentioned Jonah yep. getting to coach your son. Now he's going to have a big bigger role this season. Yep. What's it like getting to coach your son? I mean it's a it's a cool experience. I I know. So what is it what is it kind of like getting to coach your son on the field?
0: You know it's he's just another one of the guys out there when I'm coaching, uh, and I tell him that all the time. And he's known that from when he was a little kid. Like you know when you coach your kid uh, and you're the head coach and AD, you you got to be the hardest worker. You've got to make the it can't ever be a thought of. You're playing because you're your coach Rio's son, uh, so he's earned everything he's gotten. Uh, he works hard every day, uh, you know. And I try to uh, take the dad role away when we're on the field coaching, and then once we get uh, off the field, I try to take the coach role and just be his dad. Uh, so it's a, it's a it's definitely a, a fun experience, and uh, there's only two years left in it, so I'm trying to enjoy it. Uh, and uh, you know, but he's a, he's a he's a great coach's kid, typical coach's kid. Loves loves to work, loves to be around the field house. Has has done ball and summer workouts since he was. Uh, two years old, was, you know, this is like his ninth coach in school, so uh, he just loves being around, and it's fun having your son
1: in your program. Yeah, I can imagine that. Okay, so let's look up to this season. I know each game you're going to take it one game at a time. What are some games that you think are key in your schedule to see where you're at this year?
0: You know, I think we jump out of the box with Gilmer, uh, and that's always going to be the test of Beast Texas. You know, Gilmer's uh, been the upper echelon, the uh, the king of the road uh, for several years now over there. Uh, Coach Metzel does a good, a great job. Before that, Coach Turner. Before that, Coach Trailer. Uh, they've just been uh, kind of built that legacy and that tradition. So opening up with Gilmer is going to be tough. Uh, look forward to that game. Uh, you know, we took one on the chin last year. Uh, played a rough game, first game of the season. Uh, but it, it did open our eyes and showed us some weaknesses and things we need to work on. And that's that's why you play the tough games early. Uh, you know, look forward to, to, to getting getting back at Van uh, at home. Uh, you know, they're always a tough opponent. Got great players. Coach Moffitt does a great job with those kids. So, we, you know, our first two games of the season is going to kind of really tell us uh, what we got to work on and where we're at, uh, you know. And then there are district games, you know, with Lindale, Kilgore, uh, Palestine, they're all tough. You know, Beast, Texas, uh, that District 94 a is always represented late in the playoffs, and it's because the teams are really, really good. And, uh, you know, we throw heavyweight uh, blows all, all district, and then we get to the playoffs, and we end up playing each other in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun district. It's a fun schedule. Uh, we're gonna know where we're at with the teams, the, the tough opponents we have on our schedule. So, uh, hopefully, by the end of it, we'll have it figured out.
1: Well, that's always the hope at the end of the season. So, what opponent on the schedule this year, maybe last year, you didn't you didn't think might have been a threat? Is there someone in in the, maybe in the district that you see that's gonna maybe improve a lot this year that you guys need to watch out for? You
0: know, I just go back to our district. Uh, you know, it's it's any Friday night, anybody in our district can can get a W, no matter who they play. You know. Coach Holman over at Jacksonville's doing a great job. Uh, they got some athletes and they got a quarterback that's really good. We've seen that in seven on seven. Uh, new staff at Henderson's doing a great job of getting those kids fired up and rolling. Uh, Coach Harrell at Athens is always, always makes you nervous because uh, he does a good job and uh, coaches up his kids well. And you know, and then you got Lindo, and Kilgore that any four of those teams can get in the playoffs and make a run every year. Uh, so it's, 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 you know, I think a few of those teams last year that, that didn't get into the playoffs this year may sneak in the playoffs, and somebody that got in the playoffs last year may not get in the playoffs this year. So I think it's going to be a tough district, and uh, just hope when it all sorts out, we're one
1: of those teams that get in the playoffs. Well, I appreciate your time, Coach, and good luck this season. Appreciate you having me, sir. Sure. And we're back. I'd like to thank Coach Reardon for stopping by the booth at Coaching School and, and giving us some his thoughts from last season. Guys, I'm excited about this season, and I'm excited about this podcast that we're going to do each and every week. We'll be talking again about the, the week for and next week's game kind of giving our thoughts of the Chapel Hill football season and guys uh what what are you most excited about seeing this year in the football team as we kind of close and wrap it up
2: Brisbane I I Stewart is Stewart is is dope. He's amazing. He's a, he he is everything that they say he is Brisbane I I like y'all said earlier. This is this first well, last year was his first full year, you know, and now he's had time to grow from that. I want to see that growth. I'm excited for him. I I know he's going to be a lot better than what he was before, than what he was last year. And he wasn't bad last year. That's the crazy thing. He was great last year. So, I mean, I'm expecting big things from him.
1: All right, Corey.
3: Um, defense. You know, I think offenses, we scored enough points. Um I, I think, you know, we gotta win state. You, you want to get to that point where you want to win state, you gotta stop people. And you gotta take pride in stopping mm-hmm. people. And and you gotta make people, you gotta punch them in the mouth every single play. And you gotta make them like. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just I want that, I want I want it for them because in the past we've seen how off we've seen how dominant the offense has been. Like, we score seventy nine points. I mean, come on, like that's that's a that's, that's basketball, number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, we didn't you, score like basketball, you, Corey.
3: Right? I was like, you you getting up there? You say, That's that's you kick and tell. But football, but defense. I want somebody to just just be that one voice and say, no, nah, we're not we're not, not tonight. You're not scoring for like we nobody's dropping on us. Tonight. We're not we're not getting scored on in the air. You're not getting in touch. You're not getting the end zone. Matter of fact, we're getting takeaways, we're doing everything. They have the ability to do it. I just want them to exemplify that. I just want to see it one game. I wanna s I want to see that, man. Oh, oh, you know, basketball, you like, you know, everything's clicking in basketball. It's like, oh, you got good defense, you're getting steals, you're diving on the floor, you're taking charges, mm-hmm. you're blocking shots, you're you're getting defensive rebounds. You only got one shot possession. You're getting it all. You're you doing it all in the defensive end. It looks great. And and, and man, everyone's looking at you like, what? Well, this team is playing great defense. Football, you, you can hear the pads and everything clacking and hitting. And, you know, you ooh and ah, you know. That's what I want. Every single game, you bring in the hat every single game. They have that ability to do that. You don't have, you know, four or five D1 guys on defense and not had it happen. They got to play up the level of expectation, and I hope they can. I hope they will.
1: Well, I kind of, yeah. I want to go along the same lines with Corey. I wanted to say defense, but since you went defense, I'm gonna throw another one out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the offensive line this year, guys. Mm. Now we talked about Kevion Huston; he's off to TCU, but the majority of those guys are back, and you got, you got Dylan Drummond, Pablo Martinez. Uh, what's the other? There's, there's several. They're returning yeah. on that line, and I think. Yes, Davis as well. You've got those guys protecting Brisbane, giving him time to throw, or and or blocking for Brisbane and Stewart when they're running the ball. I think that's mm-hmm. a key. I mean, we you know we and, and Vince can was probably definitely a groomy right here is, as being an offensive lineman, like those guys they do a lot back there and don't get much praise for it. But I really do think no. that's a key. The uh the year we won state, you know, in, in two thousand eleven, that offensive line was the only thing all season long that was not injured. They were they were, they were were injury-free all year. They held that team together because it didn't matter who they put back there, quarterback, running back, whatever, the line was there. And I really do think that that could be a silent key for Chapel Hill this year. No one's really talking about We're talking about defense. We're talking about Brisbane, Stewart, Mayfield, Kelly, all those guys' weapons on offense. But the line's just kind of sliding under the radar. Now, we've talked about it a little bit. Yeah but i really do think that that's going to be the key this season for chapel hill if they can keep those guys healthy and protect the guys behind them it could be a long season for the I, opponents
3: i don't want to argue it's, it's not swept under the radar you you've you've loud you've got what you two guys that produced 5000 yards last year Mm-hmm. You
1: know, yeah, but but, no, but nobody like, told No, that's, that's
2: definitely not a surprise. Yeah. Look, so so growing know up you mean, you know, I know Coach. You mean, I know what you mean. Coach used to always tell us growing up, he said, there ain't but two people in this world that's gonna love you. That's uh the offensive line coach and then your mama. That's it. Don't nobody else care about you like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I know where Brett's coming from because that's what coach used to tell us all the time. And you're right, when the offense is clicking, nobody's talking about the actual offensive line being the key to that. You know, and they, and they really are because the offensive line was bad. You wouldn't be able to move the ball, you know. Um, So I agree with Brett on that. That's a good point. I like that. Um So, um, yeah. It was a- All
1: right. I guess we'll see where the season goes. We'll be right here every week. We're going to be releasing this show at Tuesday at 9 a.m. on both the YouTube channel and our uh podcast stream. So be watching out for it and make sure to let everyone know about it. Um Guys. It's going to be a good season here on net SN. We're going to be doing this uh, old dog show. I'm excited about it. Uh, we're going to have some player interviews mixed in here and there with uh, also the Coach Reardon interview each week. So make sure you join us each and every week right here on Northeast Texas Sports Network. For Cora and Vince, I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here on the old dog show. Peace.
3: all right
0: i keep
2: telling you curiosity
3: kills the cat complacency will kill the dog
0: do not get complacent all right we gotta go to work tomorrow and we gotta go to work next week
1: the next week the next week the next week the next week and then in cowboy stadium we're gonna put in work on somebody.
0: have you sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our
3: specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.